You're listening to the Mobcast Network. Following program is intended for mature audiences only. So don't fuck around. Are you ready? What you what you want? What you what you want? Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to another edition of the Grill Out. I am your host, El Jefe Loco, and uh, my co-host is about ready to start deep-throating the mic for some reason. Well, when you're as lonely as I am, co-host, I've moved up from guest to co-host. You're slim pickings for people, aren't you? Just, well, hell, there's, it came down between old Stocky, a homeless man, and some bridge troll, and, well... I ended up uh, taking out the bridge troll with the cankles. The homeless man, I gave a penny and he was left me the fuck alone, so I got the job. <laughs> dirty tactics. Hey, dirty deeds done dirt cheap. It's a good song. It is. That's a song? Yeah, ACDC. Who are they? Never, ne- ne- never mind. Never mind. Were they anything like Hank Sr.? I love me no. some Hank Sr. I do like Hank Sr. Tear in my beer. I'm going salt a good beer that way. Anyway, yeah, that be uh, well, I don't know. I like I like to put salt in my beer. Really? Yeah. You know what I like in my beer? Beer. Well, that too. More beer. More beer. What's your favorite kind of beer? Michelob Ultra. Wow, mine's an open one. <laughs> open one and a free one. I think you just related to like a 100 percent of our fan base. I'd say so. I think you just won them over with that with that one line. Well, one fella out there. I like that son of a bitch. That's Stoggy. He's a smart man. Very smart man. Very smart man. Anyway, we have a packed show for you today. We're going to be talking a little bit about Kevin Owens, Brock Lesnar, and the soon-to-be new, I'm calling it the new European title, because that's basically what it is. Yeah, pretty much. From, from just some of that's what it sounds like. It just seems like a knockoff version of the European title. Yeah. I mean, I get we got the U.S. title, and now we're going to have the U.K. championship, which I don't understand why we have it, why we're getting another belt. Didn't think that we needed another belt. I will say this. I like the style of it. I like the look of it a hell of a lot more than the universal title. Yes, but I don't like it where it looks almost like a carbon copy of the WWE title. I get that, but also... But look at how bad the cruiserweight title looks. I don't understand the whole purple shit. I don't. I don't understand it either. I like the color purple. I think purple has its place, but not on a goddamn title. I don't understand about the whole cruiserweight division as a whole. One, probably the only guy. Well, I should, which I have. I have two guys now in the cruiserweight division that I like, and that one of them is, of course, the Brian Kendrick. That's fair. Uh, and the second one is a uh, Jack Gallagher. Okay. The, the, the the really pasty white guy from, from England. Yeah, Skinny and, Shamus. Yeah, he he came out the other night and proclaimed that he was getting ready to interfere in the match, and he said it in such a gentlemanly, in such a nice gentlemanly way, that I was like, oh, okay, I like this. You know what makes me really sad? I loved the cruiserweight tournament. I loved it. I loved seeing cruiserweights be cruiserweight. Yes. But then they bring them back on to the main shows, and they tell them you can't do that shit. Well, also, and I don't, I, I really don't understand it, and I think it's a way for them to isolate. I, I, they're not isolating them, of course, but I think that they are. By, you know, you know the cruiserweights are getting ready to come out, because they, they even go as far as changing the way the ring map looks. You know, they put the little cruiserweight thing on there, then they change the color of the ropes to purple, and then they change the whole step to purple. Yeah, it I doesn't just, make the – you want the cruiserweights to feel like they're part of the main roster. Yeah. You don't want them to be separate. And then they do this 205 Live thing, and it's like, really? Why would you do this? Why are you going to basically isolate the whole division? No, it's – I mean, I completely agree with you. If you want things to feel apart, then you need to make them just be a part of it. Yes. As anything with, yeah, you just. I feel like I feel like honestly, I thought like the cruiserweights should have went to the uh, to SmackDown. I agree. I don't think they should have went to Raw. No. Um, 
most of the time when you think of the WWE cruiserweight division, you think of it being on SmackDown. It was never really on Raw. I think it was for a time, but most of the history of the previous cruiserweight division in the belt was on the SmackDown brand. Well, I think one of one of my biggest things for it is in the world of kayfabe. You know, look at your general managers and your commissioners and everything. It would it's only more logical to have the cruiserweights be on SmackDown with people like Daniel Bryan. Yes, it only makes sense. And since you have Daniel Bryan as one of the commentators for the Cruiserweight Classic, why would they not go to SmackDown? Yeah, it doesn't make sense. I was. When they done that whole match between um, Brian Kendrick and Kalisto, and if Kalisto won, the, the division was going to SmackDown. I was kind of hoping it went to SmackDown. Yeah. I mean, yes, SmackDown's only two hours, but they have enough. They they can they can squeeze in a match or two of the cruiserweights and stop doing this crap, just giving them purple ropes and everything. I don't I, I don't like it. I, I feel like they are doing a disservice to the cruiserweights as a whole. And most of the most of the guys are so vanilla. They don't have no character to them, and really, that also kills them. I really hate to make this comparison, but it kind of seems like the cruiserweights anymore is what the women's division used to be. Yes. It's just there's a match for the sake of a match. you got five minutes to make it work. You can't get someone over in five minutes. No. It just doesn't It, it doesn't work that way. I mean, you've got to give people time, and you can't say, oh, well, the cruiserweight division's floundering. If you're not giving them a chance to actually be a part. Yes. You're not giving them a chance to, to develop anybody. I mean, who do we have uh, at the top of the Cruiserweight division? We got TJ Perkins, who is as as stale as a cracker, yeah. in my opinion. An old uh, cracker. Yeah, an old cracker. I mean, the, the kid's good in the ring. I like his work. I don't like his, his uh, I, I don't like his character. No. I just, I don't. I, I don't, mean, I don't like his entrance. I'll tell you who I think, to me, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you, but to me, it seems like he's trying to be this really bland, boring, stale Kenny Omega. Yeah. I mean, that's the, that's the best comparison I could think of. I mean, and it, it has its place. You just have to understand the market that you're in. Yes. You know, that kind of character can work in New Japan, but is it going to work in the States? I don't think so. No. I mean, that's... And I guess it goes back to, you know, this was the good thing about the territories, is you could have certain characters, certain characters would flourish in certain territories, as to where they would not flourish in other territories, and other markets around the country. I don't know, really, I just know that I don't, I, I like DJ Perkins' work, don't like his character, think, um, I don't necessarily need, think that he needs to be repackaged, but I think that he needs, he needs something. He needs something like, you know, a, um, a, a more airtime or something. I don't know. I uh, believe that if you're going to talk about territories, though, you should talk to someone who was actually there. So what do you think, Jesse? I agree. You agree? Nope. Nope. Yep. I can never win. Here's what I can tell you right now. Whenever I was running every territory in the Midwest to the Mid-Mississippi, Mm-hmm. I was in charge of all of them. Time travel. Time travel. Time travel. I'm, I'm leaving it at that. I'm leaving it at that. But I, I don't like, I don't like Rich Swan. No, I'm, you know, it was. I saw the match where everyone was changing higher Swan or whatever. Yeah. And it was good. I just don't understand what his character is. He dances. He likes to entertain people. That's all I got. All right. I mean, I, I, and I hate, I hate his trunks. Yeah. I hate those things. I, I, I don't like Kalisto either. I don't like, if most, and, and you're talking to most guys, most, well, most wrestling fans, not necessarily guys, but you're talking to most wrestling fans. And the ring attire also makes the character. You have yeah. to have a good looking ring attire to, to, to get over with fans. And one thing that I've never liked, and that is just, just shit. Coming off of it, like Kalisto's and like Rich Swan, I hate that stuff. Yeah, I'm not a fan. It, one person who I did like that had all that shit on it was Ultimo Dragon. Yeah, it worked for him because it it still represented the character. Yes, I don't understand why you need 
wings on your trunks. I don't get it. Is, is it because his last name is Swan? I don't know. Um, it's like that with Callisto and, and the Lucha Dragon. Don't understand that either. Yeah. I, I, I can't understand it. Um, don't know. Don't know. Um, the Brian Kendrick to me is the, uh, the, the, the best guy in the, in the division right now. I agree. Easily. He is the best guy in the division. Um, I've never, I, I've never had a problem with Brian Kendrick. I've always liked his work. Um, I like him so much better now because he actually has a face to him. Yeah. Instead of like, oh, he was the guy who, who held the tag team titles for the longest time until New Day broke it with uh, Paul London. Yeah. Uh, I want to see Tajiri come back. Tajiri is coming back. He has uh, signed a contract with the WWE. I don't know. Uh, I have a, I don't have a confirmation of when he is coming back, but I do know through the uh, rumor mill that it is confirmed. I love the stuff between him and Regal. Yes. From back in the day, I loved it. Well, a lot of people don't give Regal the, the credit that he deserves. I think he was a, a, an underrated talent. Oh, yeah. E- easily. I mean, Regal, my, my friend told me, he did, William Regal does not look that big on, on television. He really does, compared to other guys who do. But he told me he is a fucking monster really? in real life. He says he is, he, he, I think Regal is 6'5". And he's got. He said. He told me. He said he has seriously the biggest chest I've ever seen on a man. Oh, I don't doubt that. And he said, and I'm not. I'm, I'm not saying you know, saying in a homosexual way. He has the biggest chest I've ever seen on a man. I mean, it, I guess all that, all those fight spike in Blackpool. Really, really done an in him. But yeah, no. Tajiri is supposed to be coming back. Um, that's really the only one that I know. I know that uh, I've heard reports here lately, and. Uh, uh, heard reports here lately that WWE is really wanting to raid top Ring of Honor and top TNA talent. They're wanting to do another raid, just like they did with New Japan earlier this year. Well, okay, let, let me ask you this then. TNA. Yes. WWE is going to bring, let's say, three people over. Yes. Who do you bring? Um, you obviously have to bring EC3. Okay. Um, I think that when, I, I can't remember what his character's name was when he was first with WWE, but he really looked stupid. I think he's got a good look to him now. Um, I like his, his ring work. I, it's, it's an iffy if you bring the Hardy Boys back. But the thing is, with Matt, I don't, I don't think Matt's ever coming back. I don't think he wants to. I don't think that he, he's not interested. He has no interest in coming back. Um... Jeff has showed a lot of interest in coming back. Jeff might come back. Other than that, is there anything left? At TNA? That, well, with, with Jeff Hardy, I mean, is there really anything left that people want or could see? I mean, Maybe could what, he bring anything back to WWE? He might, he, he might bring a, a little bit more excitement than what we've seen here lately. But even then, you know, with the talent pool that WWE has now, you know, with guys like Kevin Owens, Sami Zayn, and Cesaro, way, way underused talent. I agree. Um, I know some people don't like him because he uses a lot of uppercuts, but I think it's just, I think it's just funny. Well, I mean, it, if you want to go with the whole thing of, you know, he's a European guy using yeah. European uppercuts, you know what? He makes the uppercut cool. Uh, Regal, back in his day, did a lot of uppercuts. Yes. I mean, it, it just worked with And on a quick sidebar, the NXT match between Regal and Cesaro, mm-hmm. have you seen it? No, I've never seen it. Phenomenal. Phenomenal storytelling in it. Mm-hmm. It's a wonderful match. It is, it is early in NXT's career. It's about, I want to say, maybe second or third season of NXT. Okay. You get on Hulu or whatever. It might be on there, but you can watch it for sure on the, on the YouTube. Okay. I'll, I'll definitely have to check that out. You know, you're listening out there. You should definitely check it out. Great story. But no, like, I, as, as far as that, I don't know who else you would really bring back. You would bring over to TNA. I'm sure that they have, you know, they, I, I, I'm i sure that they have good talent over there. Just TNA is just so stale to me. Yeah. I, I, I quit watching TNA because I, I used to watch it all the time. You know, uh, I think TNA was on Thursday night. SmackDown was on Friday night. Raw was on. So Monday night, watch Raw. Thursday night, watch TNA. 
uh, Friday night watch SmackDown. I turned off TNA the moment I seen uh, Shark Boy. You remember him? I do. I remember Shark Boy. Very, you know, very small, very gimmick. Was never a world title thing, but um, when Shark Boy came out with a leather vest on and milk, and was acting like Stone Cold Steve Austin, and I, at that point I realized they're starting a fight. They don't want to start. Yeah. The uh, WWE, they are not, you know, the powerhouse that they was in the nineties, but they are a billion dollar conglomerate oh. now, and you're not going, you're not going to win against them. You're just not. Um, they have too far of a reach now. And but as soon as I say that, I look, no, I'm not watching this. I'm not watching this crap on time at all. Mm. You know, but I, I don't know. I want to see Samoa Joe come up to, to the main roster. I want to see that. Yeah. Uh, I think I think he is. He may come up for a rumble. What surprised me? I'm thinking we will see Joe in the rumble. Do you think we'll see Shinsuke Nakamura mm-hmm. in the rumble? You don't think so? Not yet. Shinsuke, I, I'm gonna say that he's going he, he'll if anything he'll probably debut late 2017. Okay. They're gonna give him a decent run with the title because Shinsuke is good. Shinsuke Nakamura is damn good. Oh okay. yeah. Um, I'm afraid that NXT is going to just bring up all the talent, and there's not because they kind of did that with the women's division. Well, they they are they are in the process now of rebuilding yeah. NXT. That's why they don't. That's why they were so hesitant with sending Joe up so suddenly because Joe is one of their top guys. Oh, yeah. You know that's why they want to go through a Ring of Honor and TNA and start breaking talent. Well, do you think they're going to keep Mickey James, or is she one of the no, Mickey James is, um, they're in the talks now, from what I've heard through the pipeline, they're in the talks now with um, a contract. Right. Mickey James has shown a lot of interest in coming back. Um, I think, I'm, I've never been a huge Mickey James fan, but I feel like she would add more of a pizzazz, I guess you could say, to the women's division. And she would give some somebody for Oscar to go against. Again, yeah. Yeah. That would be a great trilogy with those two. Did, did you see their match? i seen it. I wasn't. I didn't like it too much. But then again, there wasn't much of a story there. I just. I'm not really the only one that I like in NXT uh, female wise is Oscar. Yeah. The other ones I'm not a big fan. Of. They're not great talkers. Liv Tyler, is that her name? Liv Morgan. I have Liv no something idea. is just a worse version of Carmella. That's it. Yeah. I I, I don't know. Um, the the draft really rated the NXT down. I mean, Mojo Riley came up. Oh, yeah. That's, I'll tell you what, there's future world champion, Mojo Riley. Oh, I don't get hyped, I stay hyped. Cocaine's hell of a drug. Oh, Jesus. I, I, I've seen it. I never heard of Mojo Riley. Yeah. I just know, know him as the guy who Zach Ryder used to tag with in NXT. Yeah. When Ryder got sent back down. Because my brother that explained to me, no, Mojo Raleigh is Zack Ryder's protective partner. Oh, that's who this dude is. Never heard of him. Well, who would you bring over from Ring of Honor? I don't know a whole lot about Ring of Honor. I know that they that they do put on a good product. I've seen the reviews. I just I never I've never really watched it. Never have. Uh, I heard talks that they was really they really wanted to bring the Young Bucks over. Mm-hmm. They're not going to now. They extended their contract with Ring of Honor. Other than that, I don't know. Hmm. Um, maybe, maybe Jay Lethal. I'd like to see Jay Lethal. I was a big fan of the uh, Black Machismo. Yes, I was. I like that, and I liked it when him. And this is the only good part of when Rick Flair was in TNA. Was when him and Rick had a. You know him, him and Rick Flair. They had a, they had a woo off, and that was. Really, the only good thing about Rick when he was in TNA. Yeah. I mean, if I don't know, I would imagine that the the first person I could actually see Jay Lethal either going with or working with in some manner would be AJ Styles, because it's a person where they both have the history with one another. They both know how each other works, and they just see what happens there. But do you send uh, Jay Lethal to the main roster? You kind of want to put him in TNA and in NXT, pardon me, put him in NXT to like 
at least expose them a little bit to the fans. Show them the ropes of the WWE. Because WWE is a bigger, is a different beast than these other promotions that we've been with. That's fair. Um, I would, I, I would maybe put them with Kyle Dillinger. Maybe. Because I was, I was thinking, you know, well, maybe Bobby Roode. Right. Him and Bobby Roode have crossed paths before. Yeah, that's fair. But Rude, from my understanding, is next is going to be next in line for the NXT title. I can see that. I'd, I'd really like to see Bobby Rude versus Nakamura. Yeah. And to jump back to, to TNA, do you bring James Storm back over? I know he did one match for NXT. Yeah. And Which then, we talked, uh, I talked about on, on the show previously. And then a couple weeks later, he decided that he's going to go back to TNA. Maybe you bring you bring James Storm back. Maybe you bring James Storm back and have him and Bobby Roode go at it. Maybe I mean you've got Eric Young. Yes. Was a big fan of Eric Young's character right now. Yes. Love the finisher. Mm-hmm. I mean you've got Eric Young. You've got Bobby Roode. Who else is there from TNA besides AJ Styles or just an NXT? That's it, isn't it? I mean there's Samoa Joe. Which oh, that's that's, that's a given. Um, off the top of my head, I don't know. Not off the very top of my head, but I would like to see James Storm and Bobby Roode go at it. I would like to see that. You know, yeah. Maybe don't don't necessarily bring up TNA, but have a have a program to say that you know Roode left you know left home. Yeah. Uh, left home for greater pastures and left James Storm behind. Or say that. You know, James did come here, he didn't like it, went back, and Bobby Roode wasn't there. Bobby Roode had already made the trip up to WWE, and he was on his way to, again, greater pastures. I think one thing that I really would have uh, marked out at, had there been, during the Dusty Rose Classic, Bobby Roode goes out there, without tag team partner, mm-hmm. music hits James Storm. Yeah, that would have been, been great, but... Again, I don't, yeah. I don't think James Storm wants to come to WWE. I'll, I'll tell you, in his match, he didn't look good. No. He looked slower. He looked smaller. <coughs> it just, it wasn't a good match. No, I don't think, I don't think that he, I don't think that he wants to be there anyway. Um, and I think a lot of guys that don't want to go to WWE simply because there are so many restrictions there. Yeah. You know, they 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 put them in these confines and. Uh, you know, you have to go by the script, and <clears throat> you have to do some. They actually they they released a uh, a script here lately. They released a script here lately of the uh, of you know what the typical announcers are looking at, yeah. and apparently nobody can say yay or boo except for Don Cena. All right. Yeah, that makes zero sense to me, but okay. Well, I don't know. I mean, I kind of thought that Roman Reigns had his own say in there with uh, suffering succotash. Uh, it's, it's, this is why he doesn't need a mic in front of him. No, he doesn't. This is why I've said over and over and over. He needs repackaged. Bad. I mean, maybe they can put him in a cat suit and they can just go around saying suffering succotash. Have, have, have him and Tweety Bird go at it. I'd pay money to see that, that for the U.S. title. Yeah. Maybe they could dress Rusev up in a big yellow bird costume. And they just have the Bulgarian bird. The Bulgarian bird. Rusev smashed. <laughs> I, I, I like That's what I think. What do, you, what do you think about what they're doing with, with Rusev right now? Him and uh, with the program between him and Lana and, and the end zone cast. I hate it. Do you really? I I do. I absolutely hate it because Rusev is the victim here. Rusev is the one who, I mean, I know other people have said it, but it's true. You have uh, Enzo, who is hitting on a married woman. Yes. Trying to make her uh, have an affair, essentially, yes. with her husband, who apparently, from the looks of it, at least in the world of kayfabe, is very fond of his wife and wants to be good for his wife and do things for his wife. Yes. And 
but you have him being the bad guy, and Enzo's being cheered for his actions, and Rusev is just taken up for his life, and he's getting booed. So it, it doesn't make sense. Do you want it to be Rusev is the victim, or do you want it to be that, you know, Enzo is a hero? What What's going on? I think that's an, I think that's another underutilized talent. I would like to see Rusev, the Bulgarian brute, go against the Swiss Superman. And this is ironic for the U.S. or the Universal title. Two foreign-born athletes going for one of the top titles. Think about it. And, there, and we ain't talking about just England and, and Canada. Uh, no, we ain't talking about that. We're talking about Switzerland and Bulgaria. Yeah, no, I could. I mean, I could definitely see it. You know, you got the you got the raw power of of Cesaro against the brute strength of Rusev. I feel like it would be a good match. I agree. But let me ask you this real quick, okay? <coughs> you do a finisher on the steel steps to add emphasis to it, right? Yeah. You know where this is going, don't you? I think I do. <laughs> So, so if you have like an attitude adjustment done onto the steel steps, oh, there's impact. That hurts. If you do the rock bottom on the steel steps, there's impact. If you do the accolade or accolade on the steel steps, essentially the camel clutch. Yeah, you do a camel clutch while you're just sitting on top of the steel step. What is that doing? Is it giving it a better view for the people in the second and third rows? Because that's about it. Unless you do it on the on the actual steps themselves and not on top of the steel steps. Maybe. Right. It's still not really going to do anything. I guess if you angle it down, because then the fulcrum would be more at the neck. Mm-hmm. and you, But no, you're just lying on top of the steps. Yeah, that's really all you're doing. I don't, I don't understand it. If anything, if you look at it, it's the Roman Reigns Rusev match, it would make it easier to get out of the move because your feet, like your back is up higher, so all you would have to do really is then just get a better footing because your feet are already, um, yeah, it just doesn't make sense. Did you ever hear the story about why um, the love triangle angle happened between uh, Samurai, Lana, Dolph Ziggler, and Rusev? Yeah, it's because Lana exposed that her and Rusev actually got engaged, so she was being punished. No, actually, that, that angle was before that happened. It was in the middle of that angle. Oh, okay. The reason for that was, and this is according to a few sources, said that Vince McMahon himself said that a woman like Lana should not be with a man like Rusev. So he tried to separate. That's right. Sorry. Yeah. My bad, listeners. He tried to separate them. And then the, the, the story about them getting engaged came out on TNC. That's right. And she got slut-shamed for, like, months yeah. after that. One of the big ones was The Rock. I'll tell you what. Uh, equality. Be a star, everybody. Don't yeah. be a bully. Yeah, be a star. Don't be a bully. Speaking of bullies, Kevin Owens. All right. He, he goes... That was a damn good segue. Yeah, that was a that was a good transition. Oh, good. Real good. Um, I don't like I don't like Kevin Owens. I think he's I think he's a damn good heel. Um, I I, I do I think he's a damn good heel. I I love Kevin Owens' work. I love him on the mic. I think he is one of the top. He is easily one of the top guys in the company. I agree. At a house show, and I don't I I don't know exactly where this was at. At a house show, him and this kid got into it. The kid was wearing a Roman Reigns shirt, and as to what our listeners know, Roman Reigns and uh, and Kevin Owens drew a blank there for a second. Roman Reigns and Kevin Owens are, have a a segment, a a feud going on right now over the Universal Title, which I don't understand why Kevin Owens doesn't just want the U.S. Title. But hey, he's not going to win nothing out of this. No. They was at a house show, and there was a kid on the front row, and he's trying to get a high five from Kevin Owens. He's wearing a Roman. Kevin Owens, being Kevin Owens, goes up to him and says that he needs to change his shirt. He needs to get a new shirt. And then he said, wait a minute, let me change my mind. I don't want you buying my shirt because I don't want you touching it. 
Alright. And, and the mother got really upset about that. She's like, well, he shouldn't have done that. He shouldn't have told that to a kid. He's a bad guy. Yeah, boo yeah. him. Yeah, He's yeah. trying to get you to boo him. If you're pissed off at him, then he done his job. Yeah. That's how I look at it. Well, I mean, it's like with Chris Jericho. Whenever he's a heel, he doesn't want any of his shirts sold. And he doesn't think that they should be bought. Exactly. Because no one should be showing support for them. I mean, I agree with what Kevin Owens did. I don't see what the big deal is. It's all about playing a character. And, and everybody knows that now. Which, and the, the mom, and I'm going to give a shorter version of what the mother has said. Um, basically, what all she has said is that um, her son is a huge, huge, huge WWE. All right. He is a he. He has everybody's shirts, shirts. He has a drawer that has nothing but action figures in it, which I did too when I was a kid. Um, he had a, he has a drawer that has nothing but action figures in it. He was actually wanting a Kevin Owens shirt for Christmas. And now he doesn't want it because of Kevin Owens. Uh, and the mom is really upset because she's saying that Kevin Owens shouldn't have done that. He should have been a lot nicer to her kid and everything. But then the argument is he's a heel. He is a bad guy. I mean, it's not like he physically punched the kid. No. It's not like he did a spinning back fist to him while he's standing out in the crowd. And I, I'm, I'm not trying to get political or anything, but I think this is one of the things that that, that, that really fucking irks me and really pisses me off nowadays, is talk shit back to him. Talk shit back to him. That's what I would have done. Yeah. That's what I would have told my son. Say something. Call, call him an idiot. Call him a stupid idiot. Get him going. Yeah. All right? Flip him off. I don't care how old you are. You can teach him how to flip him off. Exactly. I won't tell mommy. We won't tell mommy. You can flip him off. <laughs> it's yeah. a wrestling show. That's what you're supposed to do to the heels. You're supposed to boom them. Yeah, it's all about having fun. And if you take things too personally in life, that's what the problem is. That's why there's still ignorance and hate out there. Is you take things too personally, just well, get over it. And also, uh, the I don't I don't I don't know how true this is, but apparently the uh, the, the the mother is trying to do this to get free stuff. I don't know how true that is. Take that with a pinch of salt. But apparently the mother is trying to do this to get free stuff. Well, I mean, there's, there's people out there everywhere who do that. Just last night, all right, my wife and I, we go to a restaurant. Yes. That's right. Old Stocky went out of the out of the woods to go eat something besides squirrel. But we're at a, uh, a taco place. All right. So we're sitting there. We're eating. There's family across from us. This woman looks at the waiter and says, "Oh, he he just wants chicken and cheese on his on his taco." So they come back, they bring him that. Then she starts throwing this huge fit because she says, "Oh no, I said he wanted hamburger meat and cheese, like they give him at the Taco Bell." That was a quote: "Hamburger meat and cheese, like they give him at the Taco." Oh Jesus Christ! Here we go. Okay, continue. So, I got I got brain cells committing suicide right now. So she goes. They take the food, and she says, "No, just leave it here." But we're only paying for one because you got our order wrong. So there's no need to throw the food out. So around this point, I'm shoving a spoon into my eye, and I tell my wife, "I'm like, dear." We have to leave before I get arrested. So I left. Uh, it's just I people in this world, the things they do just to get things for free. And I'll tell you, these people had some serious meth mouth going on too. They might have had one tooth between the whole group, and none of them were taken care of. It. <laughs> You're sitting here wondering what fucking holler did these motherfuckers. I don't even think there's a road in that holler. I think they all just might live in a tree. A tree house, tree trailer. Well, live up in a tree because they're pretty fucking nuts. I, I, I don't, I don't even know what to say to this. There's nothing you can't say except fucking people. That's it. That's all you can say. That 
for uh, kumquat. Kumquat. Great name of a vegetable. It is a great name of a, of a vegetable. I, I don't even. I, I I just that that blows my mind. The the stupidity of people. And if anybody follows me on Twitter or, or Facebook or anything, they realize that I call people stupid a lot. Yeah. I seen a lady the other day had a vacuum on Facebook, and she's sitting there trying to wind it like a fucking weed eater. Oh, well, that's uh, your problem. Right there, that's your problem. The, stu- the stupid force is strong with this. Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm sitting there, I'm just watching this, like, what, uh, trying to trying to figure out really what I'm watching, but at the same time, I'm like, you, you don't need procreate. No. You don't. No. Some people, I, I, I just, I, I don't know. I can't understand it. I cannot. But as, as, as far as the mother goes, if, she, if, if, if the rumor is true that she's trying to get free stuff, dick move. Oh, yeah. You get, you get the dick move of the week, baby. Well, let me ask you this. How are we doing on time? Oh, we're good on time. We're good on time. We're not, it's not like last time when we was at like 55 minutes. All we're really wanting to try to get into the show now. Uh, let me ask you this, because I, I read this this morning. I don't yes. know if you've read it or not. CM Punk has another UFC fight. How does... Okay, I haven't I haven't heard this, but go ahead. Well, that, that's all that it says, and that his uh, coach, Duke Rufus, is saying that, you know, he's going to look like 20 times better than last time. Well, that's not saying too much, but 20 times better than last time. He's more focused. He's back in the gym, and he's got another fight lined up. What do you think about this? I've said before, CM Punk, as far as a wrestler, unfucking touchable. Untouchable on the mic. Untouchable on the way. CM Punk was on a level of his own. He was in his own playing field. He, and, and really nobody could touch him. Especially through what I like to call the dark period of WWE. But after his fight in UFC, has his credibility been ruined for WWE? Like, if he actually were to go back to wrestling, is his credibility just ruined? I would say no. I would say no, because you could put the spin on it that CM Punk could sit there and say, well, at least I got the fucking Octagon. What about the rest of you? Except for like American Alpha because uh, Chad Gable is a former Olympian. Can't really say much there, but I mean, you could spin it that way. I don't, I think in the world of professional wrestling, I don't think he has ruined his credibility. In the world of MMA, yes, he has. Um, he's way too old, in my opinion, to be in the ring, be in the octagon. Way too old to be in there. I think he's too old to be in there as a first time professional. Yes. Now, granted, he did it. It's more than I've ever done. He did it. So I can't, you, I can't knock on him for you that. You have to give credit where credit is due. I do, you know, and I, I completely go with that. But he went up against Mickey Gall, who's a young hotshot trying to prove something. Mm-hmm. And he's got age on his side. He has experience overseeing him. It was a lose-lose situation for Punk from day one. It was yes. just never going to work. Yes. And... Yes, um, Punk has somewhat of a martial arts background. Um, I think he took, I think he was, uh, he, he practiced jujitsu. I think he, he done that. But he doesn't, he didn't have that background that Brock Lesnar did. No. No. Brock Lesnar, you know. Uh, He's a freak of nature. He is a freak of nature. I, I don't, I don't, I don't understand how somebody can have muscles on top of muscles on top of muscles. I well, really don't. Well, I can tell you this, uh, they kind of know how he has some of those muscles. Oh, yeah, now they do. And that's going to bring us to our next story. <laughs> Is he? Good transitions. Good transitions right. on this show. Um, I'll tell you what, this podcast has some of the best transitions you're ever going to find. Ever. Ever. And if you don't believe me, you come out to the woods, we'll talk about it. You got some pretty DSLs there, boy. <sighs> No, I like the way you use them, Max. Mm-hmm. 
anyway, um, Brock Lesnar, he, as to what a lot of people know, <clears throat> he got he got to, uh, busted. He got popped right after UFC 200, after his uh, fight with, I think it was Mark Cuban. I, uh, off the top of my head, that's who I think. Mark Cuban? Yes. Not, not Mark Cuban. No, no, that, that's pretty wrong. Yeah, that is pretty wrong. Uh, Mark Hunt. There you uh, go. It was a mark. Um, on July 9th, he got he got popped for using anti-estrogen drugs called uh, clomiphene and hydroxyclomiphene. Um, it is in both an out-of-competition drug sample collected on June 28th. It's the second. Okay. Um, apparently, he was drug tested twice. <clears throat> Uh, Lesnar has, and it, this is according to FoxSports.com, Lesnar has been suspended for one year, uh, retroactive to the date of his fight with Mark Hunt, and he was also fined $250,000 for the uh, infraction. So Lesnar is out of the MMA, out of the MMA scene for at least one year until July 9th, um, 2017. Uh, that is when he will be reinstated, and he got fined $250,000 for that. Well, I don't see this going too bad for him. Well, really and truly, Lesnar doesn't give a shit. I don't think he does. My question is, is why hasn't WWE done anything? Well, I because you know, I mean, he gets popped on a national level, and WWE is all about you know keeping the wellness of their athletes. Why haven't they said anything about? Is it because Lesnar is one of the top guys and they don't want to see him lose anything? Or is it because if, even if they do suspend Lesnar, what's it going to do? He, he, he does like what? He does four shows a year, the big four, and he'll do a, a house show or two. Well, let me ask you this. And maybe one more pay-per-view. If this would be his first infraction on the wellness policy, that would just be 30 days. Yes. So who's to say... That he did get suspended. That he hasn't been, and they just didn't put it out for everyone to know. But also the question is, is why don't you just go ahead and put it out for everybody to know that he has been suspended? I don't know. Because they, they have, they, it says in the wellness policy, they will make it public. Mm -hmm. They've made it public for, for Alberto Del Rio. They made it public for Paige twice. Really? She, she's been suspended. Twice. Yeah. Yeah, well, okay. She, but she's also been out with a neck injury, so it really doesn't do much. Um, and also Roman Reigns, which I never really heard about. What did Roman Reigns get popped for? I don't know. I never, I never fully Probably heard. Probably saying suffering shock attacks. Probably my my best. We're just having shitty wrestling. I don't know. I don't know. I don't I, let me jack off my arm before I punch some though. Well, that's what he does. He does. Vince is back there falling out of the seat. Woo. I hope the people downstairs can hear me say jacking off my arm before I punch somebody. Gotta get, gotta get the juices flowing in. Yeah. Well, I mean, I'm just, I hope that one day he just doesn't get too excited with that Superman punch and it goes off too early. That's what I'm worried about. You keep jacking it like that, it might just go off too early. Premature punctuation. That's right. Premature punctuation. I like that. There you go. But yes, no. Uh, <clears throat> Brock Lesnar has been suspended for a year, as what we said, uh, July 9th, twenty seventeen. He will be reinstated, uh, fined two hundred fifty thousand dollars, and the uh, UFC his UFC two hundred win is turned overturned to a not, no contest now. Right. Now, did the same thing happen to Alistair Overboard after the Lesnar Alistair fight? Whenever. Alistair was a uh, pop for all of his steroid use. I, I don't, I, I never heard anything about that. Really? Yeah, no, I, I never did. Then again, uh, he's not on the same star level that Brock Lesnar is. He doesn't have as many eyes on him that Brock Lesnar does. Well, it's the, uh, I mean, it was pretty big news right after the fight because that's where all of the wonderful names for Overeem came from, such as. Overroid. Over oh, that's a great time. Um I, yeah, that's 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 all I got on there. Uh 
I think he has to give up 10% of his uh, $2.5 million that he got, the, hit, the purse that he got for fighting Hunt at UFC 200. I think he has to give 10% of that up. Oh, that's just that's going to break his bank account. Gosh. He lives, in, he lives in Saskatchewan, Canada. Chris Jericho said nobody moves to Saskatchewan except for Brock Lesnar. Because Brock Lesnar hates people. Well, that's fair. I hate people, too. That's why I live in the trees. Probably because you're nuts. Oh, Your <laughs> listeners will hear and ask what will happen. No, I, I live among the squirrels. I eat them. Sometimes okay. I want to kill them. Squirrel gravy? Oh, yeah. I, like, I like squirrel gravy. I don't like living there. They're fucking bummer. I hate that. I hate it when people do that. Yeah, I don't eat my squirrel gravy. I don't eat your squirrel gravy. Sometimes it's not even made out of squirrels. I, I'm not asking. I'm not asking any further questions. Well, it's probably the best. Probably it is. It is. <laughs> but no, and Chris Jericho said that you know Brock Lesnar is the only person who moved to Saskatchewan. Apparently, he doesn't even have a phone in his house. He has a a phone that's about a mile away from his house. A, and, and when like Heyman had to call, he said you call me exactly at one o'clock. Saskatchewan time, and I will pick it up. I will be right there at my phone. Saskatchewan time. That sounds like the worst Vanilla Ice song ever. What time? Saskatchewan time. Bring it down. <laughs> oh, but no, he, yeah, I, I don't know. He's got disabled up there with him. And I, I, and I would blame Brock Lesnar for wanting to be out of the public eye. I really don't. No. Brock Lesnar really really doesn't hate people. Uh, he's very even even Dean Ambrose said that he tried to get as much out of Lesnar as he could. WrestleMania 32, he said he just couldn't couldn't get much out of. Him. So he kept saying he he worked for Lesnar, which a lot of people were pissed off about hmm. behind the scenes. He said this on the Stone Cold podcast. Even Stone Cold was like, oh shit, he just said that. Didn't he? Well then. Well, we'll see. But, anywho. Um, last bit of news for today would be the new name for the uh, former Cup Series of NASCAR. It is now going to be known as the NASCAR Monster Energy Premier Series. Let that sink in for a second. NASCAR Monster Energy Premier Series. Yes. Let that sink in. What did it used to be called? The Sprint Cup Series. Sprint Cup. It, it's, it's had Cup in its name since the early 70s. Early to mid 70s. When Wayne Winston took over. That's just fucking stupid. Yeah. I think before that it was called the Grand National Series. Or the Premier Series. That, yeah, now it is the NASCAR Monster Energy Premier Series. Well, good luck putting that on the hat. Yeah. They said that they wanted to bring Monster in because they wanted to uh, try to get a more youthful audience to watch NASCAR. I don't think going through Monster... So you think changing the name is what's going to bring a more youthful audience into NASCAR? And these people are going to pay millions of dollars to talk about this. fucking out of touch are you? When you're there? Well, we've got our boardroom full of people. What's going to bring in more youth? Uh, rice burners? Shut up, you're fired. Monster Energy? God damn, you just got yourself a fucking promotion. To what? Well, you're now in charge of it. Figure it out. Figure out how to put all that stupid bullshit onto a goddamn ball cap. Actually, a lot of the, uh, the diehards that NASCAR fans are pretty upset about it. Because it really just, it really is not NASCAR. NASCAR has it, it its own entity. Uh, I don't like it. I'm not, I'm not the highest one. But, I, I don't know. The, uh, uh, I understand they're trying to reach to a more useful audience, but I think really they need to understand their loyal audience before they try to, to get anybody else in. That's just me. Because who mainly watches NASCAR? Uh, people taking naps and they leave the channel on. 
I think they're going to have something. But I do love NASCAR. Huh? I don't know who watches NASCAR. Mainly people in the South. Really? Blue-collar blue, blue collar working people. It's the main people who watch NASCAR. What do you think would make NASCAR more appealing to you? I really don't know. Explosions? A shorter race? I, because people in the pension fans are so short now. Here's what I think. Obstacles. I mean, Tony Stewart had it right. Well, yeah. What he said that, you know, maybe we should just go out there and make it a demolition derby because that's what a lot of people want to see. I was more so talking about when he killed that fella. Damn, I wasn't even going there. That part might have to get edited. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, I think, uh, he, I think he did say uh, we should just make it a demolition course. Okay, we'll do it. Well, I mean, I'd watch it. I don't watch NASCAR, but I don't get cable. I, I I can't help it. I love NASCAR. I love NASCAR since I was a kid. I'll tell you, the only person that I remember besides Tony Stewart and uh, who drove that bag, Mark Martin, that had to have been the hardest car to drive. Yeah, it's the longest one, too. Yeah, it's the... A lot of people said he had an unfair advantage with that. Well, I mean, it's stiff competition. Long hours at the track. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I heard from just from my understanding that if that car went for four hours or longer, you're supposed to take that and have it checked out. Yeah, but most time he didn't. Kind of like kind of like one of the, the Billy Cox stories. If you're if you if you have an erection for more than four hours, call more bitches. <laughs> I don't think I want any part of that shit. Well, I don't know what the hell I'm going to talk about. We're going to move on to the redneck recipe of the week. I'm sure it probably has something to do with the gravy. God damn, I love gravy. <laughs> I'm sorry, but I, I, I am a rather large man. But I I will mark out over some gravy. I'm serious. I love gravy. Yeah. I love biscuits and gravy. I'm about 500, 80 pounds. Stomach drags the floor. Sad belly. That's right. I, I went up to this lady one time, and she was giving me my sponge bath. And I said, darling, you know what my wife thinks about this belly. She said, well, I'm sure it scared her. I'm like, oh, she likes it. She likes it. She likes to climb on top of it. She does. Sometimes she just goes into my belly button and stays for days. <laughs> and I bet I bet a lot of our listeners love grits. I love grits. I love grits. I love the hell out of some grits. So I have a recipe here for you for in the morning. You need a, need a little, little quickie to get in and out. Um, I'll tell you, if I need a little quickie in the morning, I don't use grits. <laughs> It'd be kind of weird if you use grits. Uh, sometimes. <laughs> I might try it now. Get the grits out, honey. I say, I say, baby, you warm up them grits and get in this bed. <laughs> well, I'll let you do your recipe now. <laughs> so we have um grits cakes and have you tried a potato cake i love potato cakes. potato cakes are so amazing and if you don't know what a potato cake is it's like if you have leftover potatoes if you don't know what a potato cake is bug oh yeah that's good stuff but if you don't know what a potato cake is it is uh, like after thanksgiving or something and you have a lot of leftover, leftover mashed potatoes you will add flour and i believe egg to the uh, mashed potatoes and you will pat them out into sort of a patty and you will fry them into the skillet. Oh my god. It's like a pancake but made out of potato. Yes. That's it. It's a potato cake. So we have grit cakes for you. Um, the ingredients for this is you're going to need four cups of water, one cup of grits, two onions minced, 
two carrots, grated, two zucchini, grated, or eight mushrooms finely chopped. I prefer the mushrooms. Two garlic cloves minced, two tablespoons of olive oil, four tablespoons of tahini, half a cup of sunflower seeds, two tablespoons of honey, and this is optional, a quarter cup of milk powder, and just a pinch of salt. For this, you're going to need a medium pot, mixing spoon, skillet, a stove with a simmer control. I don't know why it's got that on there. A baking sheet. Really? You're going to need a stove to cook something? Yeah. I have no idea why it's on here. Somebody's, some, somebody's getting fired around here. Making your people, making your listeners have Oh, I honey, I found this new recipe, but it takes a damn stove. We don't have a stove. We can't just make a fire. I wish this one would have came out before Black Friday. <laughs> one, you're going to cook your grits according to the package directions. Or, um, yeah, just use to cook the grits according to the package directions. Set aside to cool off. <clears throat> Preheat your oven to 350 degrees. Saute the vegetables and garlic and olive oil over medium heat until lightly browned and dry. Remove from heat and add the grits along with remaining ingredients. Combine the mixture until there are no lumps. You might need to get dirty and use your hands. Make sure you wash your nasty hands, you nasty fuckers. Number five, with damp hands, form patties about three inches in diameter and half an inch thick. Place on a lightly greased baking sheet and bake for about 30 minutes. Turning once halfway uh, through the baking time. In other words, go in there and turn the bastards about 15 minutes in. And, uh... Alternately, you can place the grits mixture in a muffin tin. You can, yeah, you can also put it in a muffin tin and uh, cook until it's golden brown and firm. And that is the redneck recipe of the week. Alright. Hey, you can't get no more redneck than, than grits. Can't get no more country than that. Yeah, you can do grits with gravy. You can't you can just, just, just murder it. Yeah, just with gravy. Call it heart attack grits. I don't. I, I seriously. I think I have the hardest arteries in the world because I have. I. I seriously do have an unhealthy obsession with gravy. I no lie. I can't eat gravy. Besides squirrel gravy, I can't do it. It just. It feels like semen. Not, 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 not semen, but cement inside of me. Cement. Yeah. Not even like uh, like homemade sausage gravy. Yeah, I just. I'll make it. I'll make it for people. I'll let them eat it. I don't eat them. How much do you put flour in it? I do. How much flour do you put in it? Well, it depends on how much I make. You try to make it kind of sweet? Oh, I, 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 I make mine sweet sometimes. Well, go ahead. It all works out. Everybody eats it. Yeah. Mainly me. How hungry are you? <laughs> Most times it's after a night of drinking. Yeah. I don't know why. After a night of drinking, I like to get up and start cooking breakfast. Oh, there you go. Don't know why. Get the paper out, you know, get get a cup of coffee, make some some biscuits and gravy. I don't know. But that is the Redneck Recipe of the Week. We're going to go into the final segment, and probably Jason Stock's favorite segment of the show. And this is Who You Gonna Grill. For new listeners of the show... This is the segment where we kind of take a, uh, a, a wrestling promo approach to this, and I give uh, my, my guest or my co-host or whoever here who is here with me, and sometimes myself, and they will choose anybody, anything that they want to just basically talk shit about. Just can't use a name because we will get sued for that. So I'm going to turn it over to Jason Stalk because he already has – he looks like he already has a good idea of what he's going to be talking about. Thank you. Uh, well, I'll be honest with you. The, as of yesterday, I knew what I was going to talk about. But then things happened, and it changed. And then I went home last night, and I'm I'm in the process of looking for a car. And so I'm looking on a whole bunch of different sites. And here's the, one of the things that bothers me. It's just you and me here. I want you to understand something. Spelling is very important in this world. If you can't fucking spell, 
pick up a goddamn dictionary and understand the difference between two, two, two. T-O, T-O-O, T-W-O. Like, I think that you two need to fuck off too. So you two, T-W-O, need to fuck off T-O-O as well. So, for all you dumb sons of bitches who don't understand how to spell words or understand words. No, I don't like this one. I don't like it. Huh. Oh no, it just doesn't feel as hateful as it as it should. Like if I talked about other people, or if I talk about other people, you all can't see where I'm pointing. It's like if I were to talk about an individual who acts like they are the smartest goddamn motherfucker in this fucking planet, and say, oh, well, I've forgotten more about social media than your generation will ever know. Speaking of the generation of millennials, who are the motherfuckers who invented the goddamn thing. See, then I start to feel a little bit angrier, and I start to feel like it's a bit more real and a bit more heartfelt, because you want to say <laughs> that you have forgotten more about it, but then you can't even explain to a room full of people of how to use the son of a bitch. So you want to go home, you want to get real excited about the McRib being back. You want to go up to your wife and say, Hey, McRib's out. And then your idea of foreplay is $52.98 worth of McRib patties that she gets to flap on your belly. And that just really gets your motor going. You might have a little bit of a problem. Especially when your wife is then having to grab the suction cups to get them goddamn McRib patties off of your greasy ass, flabby, smelly, douchebag stomach. Your shirts look like fucking picnic tables. Excuse me. Your shirts look like fucking picnic table cloths. So I imagine that there's a family, a beautiful family, a dad, a mom, two kids, and a dog just enjoying a nice little picnic under tree. Do you hear the birds? Birds just out there. It's a nice warm day. And then you come bare ass naked and say, Hello, come on. And you pick up the goddamn cloth, you cut a hole in it, the child starts crying because their apple pie just crumbled onto the ground and ants have already eaten it. The dog goes over and starts humping the child. That's wrong. All because you wanted that goddamn cloth to use as a shirt. I don't see how you sleep at night. Really, you're so fucking fat and stupid. I don't know how you physically sleep at night. Dumb son of a bitch. I think that's going to do it for us here. Where's the drink? Again, that's going to do it for us here at the Grill Out. If you want to follow me on Twitter, I am at LHFALOCO95. You can follow the, the show at the Grill Out. Um, Stalky, I don't think you have any social media, do you? Oh, hell no. Yeah, no, he, no I he, stay he, off that shit. You're off the grid. You and Jesse both. Yep. I live in Mexico. You'd be smart if you did too. Um, again, follow me on Twitter. Follow the show on Twitter. If you listen to this on the Mopcast Network, make sure you go listen to what, what uh, everything else that everybody's doing. Um, you know, you got Memory Card Radio out there. I know that Scotty White has had a abundance of new shows coming out onto the network. The creator of the Mop, Mopcast Network. Make sure you go check that out. Make sure you go check out the. Uh, you listen to this on YouTube. Make sure you go check out the Grill Outs uh, channel. Make sure you subscribe, like, comment, and share this shit all over the place. Give it to your pastor. Give him a good old laugh. And uh, my name is El Jefe Loco, and I'm joined here in the studio with... Knock, knock. Who's there? Go fuck yourself. There's <laughs> uh, some stuff. And come back next, next week and see what the fuck else we do.
listening to the Mobcast Network.